Let yeah. Joe, that no, Kenny, that. Do work. you remember what? Do you remember what that was from? Uh no. We got the new, we got the new phones. That's and right. Joe okay. declared to have somebody come in, or no, not come in, but I want people to call me so I could practice taking calls of the air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dummy, huh? remember that? What? That's where those sound bites came from. What? When you when we got new phones, yeah, and you cracked the mic and said, "Hey, uh, why doesn't somebody call me so I could practice taking calls on the air?" Bill Walsh is here. Hi, Bill. Hi. Chris Reavers. It's a pleasure. Uh, I don't know where you want Bill seated. Right and uh, hoping to get Rook settled in, but I'm gonna have you use this chair where Rook's bag is. Don't find Rook. He's just got his stuff everywhere. Rook is running late. No, he's, he's in, in the building. building. Got big plans for Thanksgiving, Rob? Oh, okay. watch football? Watch a little football. Cool. All right. He's coming to your house, so that's good. Ken. Kenny. Ken. Oh. Kenny today. Uh, Schoon. Moon and sea foam out of you, sir. John, North American. Okay. Hi. Kevin, Knight. Kevin Knight, former Bloomington representative. He used to send you stuff from the legislature yes. all the time. Yeah. From, from the the lodge, he yeah. used to call it. Yeah. 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 He's in Arizona now. He moved to Arizona? Yeah, years ago. Yeah. You get smart, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think, Bill, that all this is going to turn around, but I don't see any evidence of it. I'm more hopeful. Good. Politics is cyclical. It 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 flips. Oh. Uh, the only the only the only thing is there's so much stuff ingrained. This just last session, the they did so much. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to undo it. It's right. gonna take a long just go time. Ahead and get it. Yeah. Go but ahead. the politics will flip. What's your title with the American Experiment? Director of Communications. Okay. That's easiest. Good. Rook, that's Bill Walsh. Bill and I go way back. I used to babysit when he was a kid. Running around in diapers. I forgot to mention. I'm going to do your bag. Okay. There. I need to grab the next one. Thanks for coming in. You bet. Uh, Would you like to drink water? Nothing. Uh, Water would be fine if you got water. Yeah, right. So just send me whatever. You want us to do one of these things. Thank you. I think we should have, we're going to have a little fun okay. with the fact well, that's kind of what I you don't have a trophy. We got to okay. establish yeah. a tree. You, you guys got to all okay. contribute. I think you should buy five bucks. Right. Yeah, build a trophy. We should. We've talked about it. This is all we have. And it's a trap. It's got to be a traveling trophy. So yeah. next year it leaves Melissa Horman and goes to whoever wins it. And I think, you know, last year's winner was the Feeding Our Future scandal. So who do you, you can put that on walls. You could put that on the probably Department of Education. Yeah, who was the head so, of so Department be, of Education? Heather Mueller. Heather, yeah, Mueller Heather Mueller should Mueller. have received Yeah, that. she should have had that. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you. Well, gents, if... Uh, well, it's, you know, it's our fifth award. We're still still growing. You remember the uh, all of the winners? Mm-hmm. I got some notes, but... All right. Oh, going back? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. So this is the Walls fifth. Morgue. Walls Morgue was the first was the first winner. Oh, that was a terrible the morgue. Oh. Yeah. Thankfully, we didn't. The need morgue it. it never was. Yeah.
And then, yeah, transit projects usually win. You know, we got we got Southwest Light Rail in the Hall of Fame. Oh, they have to. They, they, they got a lifetime achievement the award. The Grand yeah. Cuba. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because you could win every year. Right. So that one's in. All, All right. Are we, uh, Joe, where are you right. sitting? Because I got to adjust right your here. camera. Right here. Is your mic going to be right there? Are you sure you're ready? How about? I don't know if he's ready. Like right there. All right. Did I turn my ringer off? All right. <clears throat> I hope you did. Working on it right now. I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit right here. Kenny, you're yeah, such a jackass. Kenny, you're here? Kenny, that's not where you should be sitting. I'm going to sit right here. I'm going I'm I'm to be sit. right back. That ain't the chairs right you here. should be sitting in. Are we ready? Um, This moon thing. How many do we owe them a week? Well, it's two, but I have a plan that we can discuss later. <laughs> well, I got to put one down. Right? So let's do one today Yeah. in the show. Yeah. And then can I just move the other one to next week? Is that okay, or is that not going to fly? Let's talk. Let's, 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 we can talk later. We can talk later. All right. You ready, Joe? I am. I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 11, well, 1,197, November 22nd, 2023. 60 degrees on this day in 2012 and six below on this day in 1880. And just for your knowledge, tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, the record would be 55 degrees in 1905. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from I don't the mayor's know. office above the boathouse on the east shore of the It's Garage With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the, the Krabby Coffee right. Shop. The fourth Thursday of the month. Right. And of course, the rookie. Here is your is that flashlight. The fourth Thursday of the month. Sure. And the keeper of common sense. I look at my watch. You know. 2.30. 2.30. We're joined by Bill Walsh, who's Director of Communications for the Center of the American Experiment, the only think tank in the state of Minnesota that uh, delves into actual common sense, and Bill, you are here to prevent uh, to present the uh, 2023 Turkey of the Year Award. The Golden Turkey. The Golden Turkey for the uh, for the worst, wasteful, silliest, dumbest spending uh, from a government uh, agency in the state. Could be the state, could be the county, could be city. Do we have. Uh, Music. We them. we do, but may I ask how the selection process? You know, because with the Heisman Trophy, we know who votes and whatnot. How how do you narrow it down and pick one? Well, we started uh, about six weeks ago. We take we take we're very open to the public, so we took uh, nominations from the public. Sure, sure. For a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. uh, got some great. Uh, by the way, every year, every year doesn't fail. People nominate Tim Walls. Tim Walls, and we try to explain it's not really a person. Right. It's it a could project. Be right. yeah, in his case. It could be, yeah. Uh, but every year he gets the most nominations from the public. It's we can't we can't avoid it. Um so we took nominations and there's a committee. There's a committee, uh, of course, you know, like any good awards uh, thing. And so we narrow it down to four. Uh, the committee picks the four, and then we put it up for a vote, and it's been up for a month. People have been voting on it. We've had thousands of people vote on it. I'm seeing a rather large table with some uh, officious chairs. Maybe Kraft Food Service has got a little chairs table there. Chairs can't be officious. They can't be official no. chairs. I'm sorry. Did I say officious? Yeah. Official, yeah. Uh, very, very <laughs> grand chairs. This is what happens when you try to use but, a bleep yeah, that word. The thing yeah. is, the Kraft Food Service table behind, I see mm -hmm. some really mm -hmm. good stuff for the committee. Bill, what we learned off the air is this is the fifth award correct 
and who won it this year? Could we have a fanfare of some sort? We're cutting right, right to the chase. We're going to go right to the winner? Yes. You don't want to build oh, up for no, third. I want the winner. The state office building uh, wow. won the Golden Turkey for Just 2023. A complete scam. Yep. A complete yep. scam. Unneeded to start with. Uh, well, absolutely. And really for two reasons, in my opinion. One, because it's a boondoggle, just right. like other government boondoggles. But two, the way they funded it, the way they avoided a vote on the floor of the Senate or the right. House, because they are ashamed of this project. Right. And you see that. And the, and the, the way they funded it caused it to be way more expensive than it should have because mm-hmm. the full faith and credit of the state government is not behind this project. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the interest rate on the loans is through the roof. And they went to a bank outstate. Well, they had to. You, you got to put it out for an RFP. It's very yeah. unusual financing. We've done it one other time. Mm-hmm. The Senate office building, oh, for which they course. also were ashamed of and funded this way. But that one was $90 million. How right. long ago this was that? That wasn't 2014, 2015. Wow. What are the previous four winners? Who are the previous four So let me see if I remember. Winners. The first winner was the, the Walls Morgue. Uh, oh, I remember Governor, Governor, the Food uh, Factory. Yeah. Bix, right? He, was, he the was trying to scare Minnesotans so much that he thought, if I buy a morgue, that'll scare them. And right. we're going to have thousands of bodies in that morgue, and it, it could be me. Mm-hmm. So buying the morgue, and then it was thankfully completely unnecessary. Right. He says he sold it at a profit. We, we dispute that. They, they, they put money into it and carried it for a year and a half, then sold it. At a loss. All right. Uh, that was the one. Uh, might not go in order here. A rest stop in on 35W. A 35 going up to a gold-plated rest stop. I mean, Brazilian teak wood. They spent $7.5 million to build a rest stop. I remember you that. You should stop on your way up to Duluth sometime. It's I, gorgeous. I want to. Where is it? Um, just north you of like Pine City. This. Pine yeah. City. I'm sure this came you know, up on the show. Yeah. Yeah, not quite halfway to Duluth, uh, right. just off on your right as you're heading north. If I can hold Gorgeous. it that long, that's where I'm stopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brazilian teak wood, you know. Uh, I wonder marble. why. Just, I mean, who who was behind such just, folly? It, it, as all these projects, they get out of control when you're spending other people's money. Right. I mean, if you were building a rest stop for a business, you wouldn't you wouldn't do it this way. But they got out of control. Uh, let's see. Another a transit projects do very well in the Golden. Well, I got to think they there do, a, Billy. Yeah. There was a bus stop in Newport. That no buses ever go to. Right. Still to this day, no oh. buses have gotten to it. Because okay, that that's up? the one right below off the bridge. Yeah, right uh, under the uh, Lafayette. Yes, bridge I yeah. see it all the time going to Tanuchi. Oh, bridge. Sorry, there's nobody. It's a it's a park and ride. Yeah, but the buses don't come there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's empty. It's con- <laughs> it's gorgeous. I've said that to my wife. I said nobody comes here. There's no cars here. Ever. It's too crowded. It's too crowded. Nobody, nobody goes, goes there, there anymore. Yogi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, feeding our future one last year. That's that was, a uh, that was easy. I mean, it, it just, it rode away with it. Um, you know, 350, 400 million, who knows what the total cost that's going to be when they're all done. Right. Uh, so they won, um, forgetting one. Well, we have in our, we, we have a first, uh, first ever hall of fame member of the golden Turkey lifetime achievement award to the right. Southwest light rail oh, that's transit permanent, project. Isn't it? I mean, it gets nominated every year. It could yeah. win every, uh, every year. So, um, that thing's in the Hall of Fame now, where it, where it belongs. You know, what else I learned talking to you off air is that the award itself, well, a couple of things on the award, uh, the center of the American experiment so far only has a beautiful poster of the golden turkey, yep. uh, and that and that you need a trophy. And if we have to have a fundraiser, I'm in. I'll, I got five bucks to create the actual golden turkey because it should sit on. And the other thing I learned is, this goes to the recipient. This doesn't go to the member of the public who who might have been the final draw of the hat that won the award. This, for example, this year's Golden Turkey Award, who should it go to? 
Well, this year, yeah, uh, it would be the Speaker of the House, Melissa Hortman. Melissa Hortman, and, um, and she should display that turkey on her desk. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that she would, but uh, she she should. There'd be there should be shame. I don't there, know if there absolutely. is shame, but there there should be shame. What's funny too we, about the feeding our future is on the I think it was almost the anniversary. Walls tweeted out about how uh, they announced five million in new funding to address food insecurity because the food shelves are bare basically. Right. And I thought. Might want to hold that one back, Gov. <laughs> There's not enough shame. You're right. There isn't. There's none. You guys have yep. fun at the uh, Center of the American Experiment. I read a Bill Glahn story about the new state office building that apparently will have a balcony. Yes. A balcony That's that nice. the public cannot access. No, no, no. It's for the it's for the House members to lord over their yes. subjects as yeah. they look Cigar, down upon scotch, the lawn. The wave. Yeah. Is there a spot for the public to genuflect then uh, below the balcony? I, I don't know. They should be. You know, it's envy. The Capitol has a balcony. And in the right. renovation of the Capitol, they renovated the balcony. For years, nobody went out there because the pigeons were winning the, right. the, oh. <laughs> daily. I think and they've done better on pigeons. But the, they call it the loggia, which is, you know, an architectural term, right. I guess. And so everyone gets excited a couple times a year at the Capitol because the old loggia is open. The loggia is open. Everybody right. runs outside and enjoys it. So I can just see the speaker, the majority leader, saying we got to have our own loggia. And we're not going to just open it every couple, oh. couple, couple, twice a year. But it's just going to be for us to look out. They'll be able to look at the, the loggia from, the, the, from the, the two balconies. We'll be able to look at each other. It's truly incredible. The task of picking this waste of money is you, you're not short of subjects. No, and You're not short of subjects. And you know, every year we we try to pick a small one too because it's really not about the dollar amount. Although the the voting public hasn't figured that out because Brett this year's one of the nominees is a flying squirrel research. Right. It's only one hundred eighty six. Right. Grand. Oh, it's just one hundred eighty six thousand yeah. dollars up at the University of Minnesota Duluth, but you know <laughs> that could turn into a flying flying squirrel institute. You know, well, if we're not wait you introduce yeah, you know. diversity, inclusion, and equity to it. Yeah, well, that'll really drive up the diversity cost. in flying squirrels. Right. Yeah. They wrote in the narrative, "We have a flying squirrel research gap in Minnesota." That's right. You thought we had an achievement gap wow. in the school. We have a flying squirrel <laughs> research research gap? gap. That's in the Did narrative. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, that's we why you enough. spend one hundred eighty-six thousand yes. to find that out. We don't know enough about why they're heading further north. The, the, they have a they have a theory though. You've probably heard it before. It's called no, climate like to, change. Oh, really? Oh, sure. You sure. know the people yeah. that really control life in America are grant writers. Yeah. They really pull the strings. Somebody it's, somebody came up with the idea that we have a research gap in flying squirrels. Yep. Yeah. And they got 186 yep. grand. Mm -hmm. That'll employ what? Three people and yeah, a couple of graduate students. Something. Yeah. Yep. That's just just truly amazing. America. Oh, it's a hell of a country <laughs> as we approach Thanksgiving. We have much to be thankful for. Uh, yes. uh Billy, I can't thank you enough. Uh you you guys do great work. Center of the American Experiment. Dot org. You got to yep. check out their website, the newsletter. You bring in guests and new content every day. We, new got, content we got smart people day. writing every day. Yeah. Did you hear this show the other day when Joe was talking about the office building? About the remind me of the email that broke down the square foot that cost. Was Bill Glahn's story. Yeah. It was Bill's yeah. story. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was an emailer, but no. basically, I thought we had an emailer that said, I can't believe that they're getting away with the square footage amount. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did have an email to, in that uh, to that end where uh, some builders weighed in and said, "This is this doesn't make any sense." Ridiculous. Foot, foot, all these projects. One of the other nominees is the governor's mansion uh, re remodel. The money and again, pit. the HVAC 
you know, the, the remodeling, the cost per the HVAC, everyone's scratching their head going, what what kind of building needs that much in HVAC costs? Only government buildings do this. At Just the, call Welter. Yeah, you call right. At the center, you guys, your eyes had to get as big as saucers when you learned that the initial plan was to stick walls out on Sunfish Lake in a beautiful, a beautiful rental, yeah. uh, which was just absurd on the face of it, yeah. just absurd. And they, they, uh, I don't know, they must have felt some shame because they backed off that. Well, they got saved by the U of M uh, right. a vacancy. That was a smart move, and they got lucky. They had a backup plan. To, which to I have it. a question about. Don't don't the taxpayers of Minnesota already own that house? Sure, sure. Then why is why is Walls paying rent? Well, one government agency to another. You know, we got to balance the books. You know, states. You know, the governor's office has got its own budget. U of M's got its own budget. So we gotta we gotta have a transaction. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and there's probably a tax associated with that transaction. Well, I, hope I hope not. Hold up. You the, can't make uh, it up. Hold up the award again, Bill. So okay. we're on YouTube oh, that right one now. Up here. All right. Yeah, well, there it is. We will get, next year we do this. We'll have a trophy. We I have promise. to. And we'll that should be the trophy. trophy. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, we we did the artwork on it. We got to yeah. make it. We it looks make it good. Real. It looks good. We got to we got to bring it to life. And we'll then do you that. engrave the names each yep, year. We do a plaque. Yep. And it's like the Masters. You see the guy engraving yeah, we'll the name of the winner while he's on the AG pole, and you have the have the little guy in the back room. He's he's scrolling the name on there, inscribing the name. Yep. I love the work you guys do. It's just uh, it's terribly important uh, I uh, to think that in this state we've come so far left that uh, I, I run into people who say we're going to turn around, but I'm not seeing it yet. I'm more optimistic. Yeah, I think you are. The, the, the politics will follow, and when they do, we have the research and the writing and the and the new legislation, if that's what it takes. Uh, we're ready to go if, if the politics – I should say when the politics turn around. I'll we'll, say we'll this. There. I'll say this also. Um the fact that you had a very successful give to the max day yeah. proves that people want to fund you yes. so you can continue to do this research and bring it out to the public where it might not be picked up by the locals. Yeah, we're very encouraged by that. We look at small donor uh, donations as a sign that the grassroots is excited and they're 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 looking for that, that you know that are supporting our work. Right. We had one hundred fifty eight thousand uh, dollar give to the max day. Wonderful. Uh, that's that's oh, wow. that's darn good. And there's a yeah. match in there too, but but uh, great support. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's good. Good sign for our year, and and we'll be back next year. Wonderful! It's the center of the American Experiment dot org. Great newsletter, uh, great guests brought in. Uh, I would uh, touch. Well, I do personally touch base with that website every day. I recommend it to everybody. And the uh, Golden uh, Turkey of the Year Award has gone to the Minnesota State Office Building. Thank you, Bill Walsh. Thank you very much. Let's right. fix your Don't microphone. Don't let it go to your head, though. Hang okay, on. Okay, boss. Let you know. me fix your microphone. Well, we're done. I know, but well, so you, have, you still pointing yeah. at your crotch. We need to right. point it up top yeah. here. There All right, go. trophy next year. I'll have it. Let me know if there's going to be a fundraising I'll effort. I will. All right. I will. Thanks. Thank you very much. See you, Bill. guys. Take care. See you, Robbie. Bill, now will you uh, follow up and turn off everything out there? And I got it. Lock the door. I, I got it. I got it. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, I got. It. I got. Yeah. It. I didn't even know. I didn't realize that that bus stop. I told Mick, there's never one car in there.
Can you give me that uh, here? I need all three from you today. <clears throat> yes, sir. We'll do one in the break here. Anyone, sound story, sound right Masonic now. or Welter. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready for any rolling. Thanksgiving time here, and if I got a great idea for you, it's called Sound Store. I've been talking about it, and it is hot, and it's brand new. They've got a Black Friday discount that I'll talk to you about, but the holidays are here. You're going to be sitting around at Thanksgiving, having fun, talking to everybody, grandma, aunties, grandchildren, but nobody's saving this stuff. A great way to save it is to have it professionally done by Sound Story. Sound Story is a professionally produced hour-long conversation in which one of your loved ones is interviewed by our choice of one of our professional interviewers. I hope you pick me. It's a conversation that includes their experiences from childhood, schools, career, how they met. You get the message. With Sound Story, you or your loved one's voices and their stories are saved for your family forever. And since it's Black Friday this week, Sound Story is a special Black Friday discount. 10% off gift cards at mysoundstory.com. Enter promo code FLASHLIGHT now through Friday. You're going to be able to listen to a podcast interview with your grandparents, your mom. You get the whole deal. It's a gift you never will regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family will love. Go to mysoundstory.com, enter promo code FLASHLIGHT to get this Black Friday week special of 10% off a gift certificate for Sound Story. That's promo code FLASHLIGHT, mysoundstory.com. Sound Story, for you, for them, forever. Meba. Is Ross here today? I think so. I don't think so, but I emailed him. Did you get that newsletter in? Yep. Hey, <laughs> it's happening now. Our cherries are growing up. The strawberries are all bald, and we're waiting for a pumpkin pie. <laughs> and old Jethro up there with the tractor. <laughs> Rook, thanks to Matt Otto. Do you know what is on the Friday best of? The entire duration of Joe starting with the story and Johnny coming in telling us he fell into his trash oh, bin. Oh, yes. Yeah. We God. had, you guys, we had full phone lines that day of guys that did the exact same thing. I've never fallen into it. It's been close. Well, it's been close. Dummy over here goes, I don't understand how you, you push it. I don't, <laughs> he couldn't figure out how Johnny did it. <laughs> How'd you smell after here. that? You're pretty right after that. Today. Got a lot on your mind? Yeah. Does Kenny got something here? He sure does, well, Joe. Let's go. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I fell into a trash can at First Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> Different story, though. Probably huh? put into it. I was going to say. How'd yours happen, John? I was pushing it from the front. It was the uh, for yard waste thing. And yeah. It was open. You know, the thing yeah. was open. And it stopped going, and you went in? Yeah, it stopped because it was backwards. And it went boom. And I fell right into it. <laughs> I was leaning against one of those rubber trash cans. And the next thing you know, I was looking out at my, my feet. <laughs> Everybody was looking down at me. What you doing in there? Where did my, you... my neighbor was very funny because he said, I didn't want to laugh until I knew you weren't hurt. <laughs> I would have laughed. I'm rolling. I wish you would. Okay. Here we go. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Brands for the kiddos. Moon Motorsports has them right now. Moon has an amazing selection of Polaris 
youth-sized ATVs and side-by-sides, best savings of the season right now. Uh, You love riding the trails, but you know what? The kids love riding the trails even more than you. You know what I love? I love echo on my voice, reverb. It's cool. And right now is the best time to get uh, these kids their own ATV to enjoy the trails this year. You want to see a kid freak out? Sneak an ATV under the Christmas tree. And then watch the kid burst into tears, tears of joy. And for those of you with a long list of power sport enthusiasts to shop for Moon Motorsports, the Black Friday bingo event is a play-to-save event with savings up to 30% of your favorite accessories and apparel brands. But there's a lot of gear available, and you need to do some investigative work at moonmotorsports.com before you get there. We're talking KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Skidoo, a short jaunt from the Twin Cities in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Say, uh, in the Crick versus Creek controversy, there, there really isn't a controversy because I'm sophisticated and well-spoken. <laughs> I will use the word creek, but I will not complain at the use of the word crick. Okay. Uh, and, okay, uh, uh, and, Professor Buzzkill, thank you. <laughs> no, Aaron has a good point. The difference between a crick and a creek is whether there's a tire in it. <laughs> That's not bad. Billy Stein wishes us Thanksgiving uh, happiness from up in... Uh, Aiken, he's talking about the uh, turkeys that are wild now on the streets of Aiken, and they're getting mowed down. And uh, all of us lard lake people wish you and your families a blessed and peaceful Thanksgiving. Uh, Bert, sometimes known as Willard Anger, has a good point. In the uh, in the Department of Man Changes Shirt in Wyoming, he nominates airports and roads are busy during the holidays. Uh, he's right, and... What's interesting about that is it would only be news if they weren't busy during the holidays. There you go. The fact that the airport is busy right now Not news. is is to be expected. Right. And uh, let's see. Uh, more proof that Minneapolis has become a complete bleep hole. <laughs> Commercial mortgage delinquencies are two to three times the next cities around the country. Minneapolis is beating Chicago, San Francisco, Philadelphia, New York, etc. Someone needs to explain why this is bad to the city council. Thank God I moved up north. Happy Thanksgiving, Jeff. I happen to know who Jeff is, and he knows his, this is the business is in. He is in. He would know this. That's a dreadful, dreadful situation if uh, commercial mortgage delinquency delinquencies are are more than other cities. And the key to this is him noting that you need to explain this to these Marxists. They don't have any idea what this means. They don't know what it means. They don't care. They've never been in business. They never faced delinquencies on anything. And all this is going to do is ultimately punish property taxes. Pass the buck. Property taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a good thing we have an $18 billion surplus every year. No, you don't. That's gone. <laughs> oh, whoops. That's that's uh, that's gone. And I have, uh, I have the old bit that Kenny was so happy about yesterday. And damn it, it didn't print. I'm sorry. Her name was Lorelei, and it was a it was a funny uh, 
the funny. Uh, it was a good oh, one, huh? Well, here, Kenny, I'm holding it up. I, there you look go. At, there my intentions is. were great. Look at that. There they are. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Are we just about done? Sorry, that didn't print. And more on uh, the percentage of stolen cars. What's the new percentage? It's You're worse with... than you think. Okay. Dear Joe, first of all, 4.6 of vehicles being stolen in a year in Minneapolis is bad enough. It is outrageously high. And as we all know, most of these are repeat offenders. Oh, that's a foghorn. If, if that's a foghornable word, he writes, if you ask me. So the solution to this crime epidemic is obvious, but that was a per car figure. The number quoted by the gentleman previously of 22% correctly discredited was a percentage of households, not cars. So it's worse than that. Let's assume that a typical household has two cars, probably not far from the truth. Also, let's assume that if 4.6% of cars are stolen, which it's which is itself an approximation since some cars are stolen twice. That means that 95.4% of cars are not stolen in a year. I won't, I won't bore you with the math, but this means that the typical household with two cars has a 92.16% chance, 8.9% uh, of households... What the hell? Yeah. Have at least one of their cars stolen per year. This is a bit more than 4.6% times 2, which is 9.2%. Because What in the hell are you talking about? Because some, are, because some unfortunate families have both their cars stolen or have the same car stolen twice. So here's, here's where he's going. So we're talking right around 10% of... <laughs> Families, Jesus, around ten percent of families with two cars having a car stolen each year. But it's even worse. Oh, is it? But this wait, means, this means that the typical family of two, the typical, the typical family of two with two cars. Yeah, a husband and wife that have two cars. Has a better than even money chance of having at least one of their cars stolen one or more times after nine years have passed. How did this how did this, this start? Is from uh, Mitchell. How did this whole rookie, you don't have to act like you care. This this is no, here's no, what no, happened. No, I'm saying who, who asked wait, this question to be it wait, came Joe. up in an email from Joe. a couple of days ago. And who wrote that? Paying attention. Who wrote that last email? Mitchell, Get the name. Mitchell and St. Cloud. Mitchell in St. Cloud has a buddy, relative, friend, also a GLer. They're sitting in the garage last oh. night, night before, going, you know what? It'd be fun to get a, an email read on GL. Let's throw together a whole bunch of bullshit, put it on paper, send it to Suchi yes. Boy, see if he bites and gets it read. And have it kind of make sense from a yeah. man's perspective, but if, completely screw him up. Okay, Mitchell, if he reads your email, I will buy you a six-pack. Yep. You're yep. on. There you go. There you go. What kind do you want? Joe, you're funny. Boy, am I dumb. <laughs> Remember how dumb I used to be? Yeah. yeah. You better know? I still am. Oh. <laughs> now to be serious. Oh. The finalists have been revealed six finalists for the new 
state flag, which is also oh the, my god, I'm not done, which is also the state <laughs> seal. And uh, all six feature in one capacity or another a star. That that's the common uh, thread between the six finalists is a star of some sort. Okay, they're all benign, and uh, they say nothing. I'm not being facetious. They say nothing. Uh, Another common theme is green and blue, I suppose, to suggest water and trees, water and forest. They're generic logos is what they are. But here's the deep thoughts that occurred to me. The, The fear of one of these... Um, the fear of one of these proposed flags being actually meaningful is palpable. The the fear of 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 standing out and and coming up with excellence is palpable. There's there was there's no effort here to be distinctive. There's there's no effort to be uh, to express pride mm-hmm. there's because these people have been so beaten down now uh, the people meaning minnesotans that apparently the minnesotans who wish to take part in this they've all uh, subscribed to the Kool-Aid they've all taken that prescription and they're afraid to express anything anything resounding because their fear, their, they fear that that would be judgmental. They fear that they'd be crossing some diversity line or equity line or inclusive line. So they come up with absolutely nothing. Do you know what it looks like when all six are put together or displayed at the same time as you've seen in some photos? It almost appears as though you're walking into an event for the World Cup. Yeah, they're, they're, where there's just such a bunch of bland soccer teams, they're, right? It they're, doesn't... they're just benign. They yeah. could be the state flag of anything. Anything, yes. Yeah, it reminds me of a soccer team. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw those. And, and so, what we're witnessing is this this cultural de- decline, this cultural decay, which now will permeate even even the uh, state seal of Minnesota, which used to show <laughs> the fellow with his plow with some tools at his side, including a musket and a shovel or whatever. And then in the distance, an Indian is riding by on his horse. Well, what was great about that flag, it was open for interpretation. It was something that would make you think you'd look at it. It stuck out. You could tell it was Minnesota's state flag. We used to have state flags around the country that were like that and identifiable. Uh, Think of the uh, don't tread on me flag. That one immediately comes to mind. You know exactly what was on that flag. All of these new flags, including Minnesota's, are just generic, stupid, AI-created logos. It's garbage. And, And they reflect the fear to be meaningful. They reflect a fear to be distinctive. Distinctive, separate from everybody else, one of a kind. They they fear all of that. How do you know the Indian in the background of the state seal that we're going to abandon? How do you know, A, how do you know he wasn't a buddy of the guy who was farming? B, how do you know he wasn't saying, look at that sap tilling the soil on a summer day. I'm out for a ride on my horse. You just hit on something that I've been thinking about our flag since the 80s. I was standing outside a business downtown Minneapolis, early 80s, watching a car burn to the ground. 
Native American comes up to me and says, crazy white man's world. And then he shuffled off. And ever <laughs> since that, every time I look at the flag, I think of that Native American that said, oh, crazy white man's world. I, I don't want the flag or seal to be changed. No. I don't either, but I don't want Native Americans to be omitted. This is yeah, this, this omits this omits individuality. It omits it omits <laughs> everything. People. It, it says, omits everything. It yeah, nothing. because the fear is palpable. Is there a way we can stop this commission from this insanity? If these bunch of morons said, "Here's what it's down to." Where's the loon, Matthew? Yo, you know what they've proposed. We're actually thinking about and discussing. It's in committee already. We're going to paint the state capitol. Yep. Red. We're painting it red. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We're a, we're absolutely serious. It's already in discussion. We're going to paint the state capitol because white represents what? What, what does white represent? Privilege. privilege. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm a little upset that my my submission was not taken under consideration. What was that? That was the pawn store burning down of the weekend after George oh, Floyd. Mm. I thought that would have uh, been very a nice touch. Have you ever telling. seen the picture of Johnny Cash giving the camera the finger? Yes, yeah. that oh, that's mine. It. That's mine. That's, that's Kenny's state flag. <laughs> yeah. We have something called the State Emblems Redesign Commission. Oh. And it will be up to them to I'll determine. that staff. Right. <laughs> and uh, again, I, I just... I lament the uh, I lament the eagerness with which the so-called leaders are willing to abandon any history, and and they think they think nothing of it. If you had to pick one, do you have a favorite of any of them? No, don't even ask that question. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm sorry, they're but, all they but, all stink. Why don't you just everybody calm down and let me try to get through this? Because you won't talk. Because we're talking. Spin it out. Come on, Homer. The committee was looking for various qualities in flag design submissions, but here, here, what here's what they were looking for: simplicity and recognizability. The flag should be so simple that a child can draw it from memory, and can be easily recognizable from a distance. It should be a flag that Minnesotans can proudly identify with. Well, I'm a native, lifelong Minnesotan, and I cannot. Uh, identify with any of these. Who decided that? Who said that? I Who just put got that done down? telling you. Why did they? Why do they have the power to say because that? Because they ha we have a state emblems redesign commission. And did we vote for these uh, no, these people? No, Thank no. you. <laughs> also, uh, what they were looking for was distinctive colors. They wanted to utilize a color palette that represents the state effectively, less the blue, green, and white, which we're seeing. Uh, okay, while well, red and yellow can symbolize its vitality, limit the number of colors on the flag to three or four. All right. They wanted an enduring appeal while honoring the state's history, which none of the flags do. The flag design should also represent Minnesota's enduring values and aspirations, which including, including, of course, inclusivity and unity, which none of the flags do. Symbolism. The flags, images, icons, colors, and or patterns should relate to what it symbolizes. What the, what does a leaf relate to? I have no What idea. does a star relate to? I don't know. Uh, symmetry. The design should be symmetrical. 
and mandatory symbols, emblems, or likenesses that represent only a single community or person, regardless of whether real or stylized, may not be included in a design. So the the word the the instructions are there, and they're 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 quite evident. Don't you dare come up with anything uh, that would be uh, so uh, distinctive that it it would be fated to uh, have excluded something. So you, so for example, you 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 can't have the current one because it doesn't exclude anybody. You've got a you've got a white farmer and a Native American, but what it does in the minds of these people, it somehow has diminished the Native American. I don't know why it diminishes the Native American any more than this poor sap out pushing his hand-pushed tiller in the soil right. while the Indian's saying, hey, I'm going for a ride. See you later, D-bag. See you later. <laughs> or I'll see you back at the ranch at 5 o'clock. Right. Maybe they're going to have a beer together. Right. But these people can't think that way because they're so terrified. Mm-hmm. They're so terrified of their own sense of virtue that they, they, they are handcuffed. They don't, this is what you're left with. Yeah. You're left with nothing, which is the ultimate answer to what they're up to. You're up to nothing because you aren't allowing yourself to have something. Because having something is exclusive of something else. How far away away are we from changing the United States flag? Stars, stripes. Well, it's already triggering in the failed academy. It's already triggering at Wellesley High School in Massachusetts that you dare not celebrate the United States during a spirit week. I have a great email about that. It's not off topic. Mr. Mayor, I have listened with interest to your discussion of the Massachusetts High School that canceled a USA-themed spirit day. This might be even worse than you and the boys were giving it credit for. How can a nation survive with so much self-loathing that a simple expression of patriotism is viewed as offensive and oppressive? There once was a sense of faith that having an honest pride for our country was a good and important thing. I say a sense of faith because that's what I think it was, a shared sense that pride in the nation would build stronger communities, encourage civic engagement, and lead to better governance. Beyond that, there were genuine reasons for pride in the American story. A shared sense is being eroded. It will be nearly impossible to restore it. Why is it important to stand for the national anthem, attend a Memorial Day ceremony, or fly a flag in the yard? Instinctively, we know these things are right, or you could say we have a sense of faith in them. But finding words to explain our reasons to those who disagree is difficult. Matthew Arnold was writing about the loss of religious faith in his poem, Dover Beach. But his words about the sea of faith's melancholy, long, withdrawing roar can equally be applied to the loss of faith in the nation. Today, fewer and fewer people identify at the level of the nation. Some don't see any reason for patriotism. Some don't like the country anyway and others are distracted by an infinite number of gender and social identities to choose from. 
as the identities of nationhood, religion, and community are dissolving, newer and more insidious forms of identity have rushed in to take their place. The historian David McCullough described the proudest association in his life as being an American. Can you imagine a public intellectual making a similar comment today? Instead, those who occupy positions in the failed academy are consumed by the attempt to deconstruct the American story into one of oppression, colonization, power, and greed. A shared sense of confidence in that story is the only thing that truly keeps this nation bound together. But now students are so offended by it that our public schools cannot even have a patriotic spirit day. Hmm. Our far we have, how far we have fallen since Samuel Eliot Morrison's The Oxford History of the American People. Until recently, a standard history textbook in many universities described American history as the greatest story ever told. Well, it was all in our hearts once. Signed, John Nelson. What a wonderful, wonderful bit of writing on the part of Mr. Nelson. Thank you. It's just, uh, it's just truly amazing to watch this deconstruction of the country and then to take it home and bring it home to this ridiculous and childish, re childish replacement of the state seal and flag, which is just absolutely absurd. Where is the adult to say there aren't stop. any? They're all too fearful. That's the problem. They're too damn fearful of just what this fellow wrote about. They want to be seen as helpful in deconstructing an evil, powerful, oppressive, well, unfair country. Well, they, there's no responsible opposing viewpoints because they won't allow any. If somebody brings something up, it's the same thing that happened to Joe last week when he was talking to some protesters. They immediately shut you down and threaten violence. They can't have a reasonable debate or discussion. And you know what else? There's no shame anymore. The people in charge of this flag debacle should be ashamed of themselves. Yes. You could have gone to any grade school in town and you could have had these six finalists. Mm -hmm. they're, they're nothing. They mean nothing. And they want it to mean nothing because we certainly can't be proud. We certainly can't stand out. It's turkey time. Let's go. What do you got? Well, it's Thanksgiving time, and we all know the centerpiece of any Thanksgiving is the turkey. You can still order your fresh, locally sourced turkey from Grunhofer's today. There's okay. time. Well, right. That's what the copy says. All right. And this is dated Monday. There's still time. Call Grunhofer's. That would be the Hugo store at four to, uh, 651 426 2800. Let them know what size bird you need. They'll make sure your turkey is ready, even for tomorrow. Call them right now. Double smoke, skinless, bone in ham, the perfect addition to any holiday meal. Order it right now at Hugo. 651-426-2800. And I'm pleased to announce that construction transformation mm -hmm. continues at the new store in White Bear Lake. You can stay tuned right here for the grand opening date. And you can go to uh, Grunhofer's uh, Facebook and Instagram accounts to keep up with the production of the new store. But I'm, I'm and as long as you're going to head up to Grunhofer's to get the turkey and the ham, might as well get the brats. You know, someone's got to cook something yes. while mom's cooking the turkey, yep. right? 
barefoot in the kitchen, you know. <laughs> well, maybe not that. While far. you're outside with the grill, you know, <laughs> get the big apron around her, you know. Smells good. Oh yeah. Yeah. The apron or the call uh call Grunhoffers. It's just north of Hugo on Highway 61. There's also a store on in Forest Lake mm-hmm. on Highway 97, 97, immediately east of 35. Call Grunhoffers at 651-426-2800 for your turkey and ham. Today is too late to get one. Kenny, I don't know. Do you want to call Mike here? Okay. <clears throat> Thanks for that ad, Matt Burke. I don't get it. We're barefoot in the kitchen. Barefoot in the kitchen. Oh well, if people don't get the joke, the bleep them. Right. That was the best when you ripped him at the fair for that. Well, come on. I mean, I didn't say you were wrong. I'm just saying it well, was. I wasn't awesome. wrong, and they were morons. <laughs> unfortunately, with all due respect. Yeah, due unfortunately, respect. you're just a moron. Hey, Mike, it's Reavers. How are you? Good. Are you ready for us? Beautiful. Hang tight. Put you right through. All right. Ken. Let's just do it in the program. Just come back and do it. And so, I guess we'll go to a height then following Mike. Joe can take part of this in this. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do it this way then. Bear with me. Bear with me. All right. Cue the talent. Stand by. Three, two, You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Positive Wednesday and Thursday brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. Located in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E. Anything you need related to that auto can be had at Schoonover's. Schoonie on the phone. Hi, Mike. Hey, fellas. Uh, GLers really gave to the max last week. That was pretty awesome, Mike. Boy, they sure did. You know, a um, lot to be thankful for here right now. You know, you 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 have a little fundraiser on GL on GL's page, and and people step up, and next thing you know, you got you know over nine thousand dollars donated to a you know our little old uh, foundation. So it's awesome. You know, that's nice and everything. But how many uh, did you actually see an F one car, or or was your sightline too bad? Oh well, you know, we had a we had a uh, balcony, so we could see those little things zipping by but man oh man that is a um i am a new um i'm hooked on f1 that's a pretty cool sport how was the noise was the noise echoing throughout the town it was but it was really cool um we had our we had our sliding glass door open it was a little chilly but uh, we were watching it on tv and you could hear the, the echo going through vegas uh of the cars and then all the helicopters that were covering it plus oh. the, these helicopters it was just really cool. It was it was it was a spectacle. The more you watch and the more deeper you get involved with F1, the angrier you're going to be at F1. Um pursue IndyCar racing uh, because they actually let their people race and they're really good and they're accessible and we can see them as close as Iowa and Wisconsin. We don't have to go to a uh, great lengths to see IndyCar racing. It's just as good and just as interesting. So um I, I love the fact well, that you're getting into real racing, Mike. This is awesome. I wasn't diminishing uh, 
the uh, give to the max day. I thought that was incredible. I was just well, having a little I, fun with the fact that you were in Vegas. I do want to mention that nine thousand. What was it? Nine thousand one hundred something. Yes. Um, and what what exactly can you use that money for? How's that going to be spent, Mike? So the you know, so the foundation is <clears throat> nine years old now. So we have uh, you know like we have portable beds uh, that uh, you know chiropractor beds that we put the kids on, and um, some of that stuff is showing a little wear and tear. You know, uh, we got some equipment that we need to send out and get repaired, uh, especially like the medical stuff because that stuff we got to send out state. So shipping is rather expensive, and having it repaired is expensive. So. You know, we're just going to, we're going to try to, uh, you know, we're just going to be really frugal with what we got and, and repair what we can and, and utilize that stuff. But some stuff just needs to be replaced. So, uh, no, no paid staff, nothing like that. Uh, you know, the foundation, um, you know, pays a little storage fee to keep, uh, keep its gear in, in a temperature controlled area. And that's, that's really it. So in the next couple of years, you know, if, if GL keeps helping us out like this and, and, and the word spreads or continues to spread, I should say, and we get more uh, medical folks involved, uh, you know, maybe then we, we will get bigger and we'll be able to offer more, you know, screenings available throughout the year and throughout the state. Cool. Uh, but we're not there yet, but that'll be, this is, this is really a good jump start. That's just, we're, we're just so thankful and, and really grateful. Yeah, uh, that was really wonderful. I'm really uh, happy. It, it really filled my heart with joy, believe it or not. And I'm not, uh, I'm not, that's not a bit. It really, it was awesome. And GLers, yeah. keep in mind, you're going to say something? I was. I, I also wanted to, I also, I, I learned um, through one of the shows the other day, I, I, I think I heard that uh, Rick Welter from Ran Welter Heating oh, right. donated his time to, um, second stork and to play for Patrick and uh, you know, folks uh, being a small business person and being in a family business and, and hearing that and knowing that another small business helped another out and, and, and just said, you know, Hey, take care of these people. I just, that's even more reason to be thankful for. And um, it's, it's just, it's really positive. And I just want to thank Rick and his, his team for, thinking of uh you know rookies foundation and our foundation that's just it's just awesome that's how that family rolls and uh rick would probably be texting me right now and saying they're not a small business they're a really huge business that will fix your <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that's just that's just how they roll and you know he's a a, a good guy just like you and they're a working hard family and uh they understand community involvement and helping out other small businesses so you're spot on Scoot over yeah, body so work. And and... uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kenny. I just got to talk over you because I want I want to steal. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Uh, Rick and I and other small businesses and other yeah. other folks around the state. You know, we will continue to work hard because every day is give to the max day in Minnesota. It oh, really is. Wow. There really is. Let's go after them. <laughs> There's your out cue right there. Uh, the official body shop of Garage Logic, Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. Find them on the web, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. Thank Happy you. Thank you. See, before we get to John, and maybe you have this, John, it's just breaking. Yep. A vehicle trying to enter the U.S. Yeah. from Canada has exploded on the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls. All entrances to Canada and the U.S. are closed. 
The explosion came from a car that was trying to enter the U.S. from Canada. The terrorism task force is on the scene. They don't know if this was terrorism. They don't know if this was a deliberate act, but uh, everything's closed at Niagara Falls on this, the eve of Thanksgiving, and here's John Height. There is footage, too, available uh, Mm -hmm. online as well. Sorry, Johnny. That's right. Thanks, Joe. Uh, This news brought to you by North American Banking Company and a little more on that story Joe was just telling you about. A huge explosion reported at the U.S.-Canada border in Niagara Falls after a loud bang forced the bridge to close. Footage from the scene appears to show a car entering the U.S. from Canada via the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls. Shows damage to the checkpoint. Smoke is seen bellowing from the sky along with lots of fire on the ground unclear if anybody was injured in the incident at this point. Authorities are investigating the Niagara International Transportation Technology Coalition shared on social media that a crash reported at 11.51 had closed the bridge. It now appears likely that was not a crash, but an explosion. Meanwhile, an unconfirmed police scanner report said there was a separate bomb threat at nearby Peace Bridge. A dispatcher could be heard saying it looks like there was a vehicle that drove into Rainbow Bridge causing an explosion and that there's a separate threat at the Peace Bridge currently. They have evacuated some of the area around the Rainbow Bridge, uh, taking people out of businesses and homes. In a statement, New York Governor Kathy Hochul said, I've been briefed on the incident and we are closely monitoring the situation. The FBI Buffalo Field Office confirmed it is investigating and working with other law enforcement partners. It said in a statement, the FBI Buffalo Field Office is looking into a vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge. The FBI coordinating with local, state, and federal law enforcement partners in the investigation. A statement continues that this situation right now is very fluid, and that's all we'll say at this time. So I'm sure, as you often say, Joe, We'll learn lots more in the next 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, this is a 48-hour rule on this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in local news, uh, as you heard Joe say, panelists have narrowed down the field of submissions for Minnesota's new state flag and seal. The State Emblems Redesign Commission, which is tasked with redesigning the flag and seal, sought to find five finalists for each out of thousands of entries. I have a question. I can't find this answered. The seal goes inside the flag? Is that you know the, what I mean? The, the flag is essential. The the seal and the flag are the same item throughout well, but the, history in Minnesota. But the five submissions for the seal are completely different than the six submissions. Then they're going to the change that because the seal has been the state flag only oh, around. So we're doing them both. Yeah. And the seal, the ones they got for the seal are much better than any of the flag submissions. Oh. So, Where are you uh, seeing those? I like to see them. Uh, they're yeah. on all the, all the stories. Strib, Strib yeah. has them. Yeah, on. they're they're everywhere. There's one with a loon and trees that I like a lot. But well, the uh, one I'm know. seeing though, it's not a seal. It's just a little ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum. How long you been waiting for that one? Pretty much the whole show. I think you yeah. used it before the show too. Didn't I did. You? I practiced that I, I one. Think you did. You set it up nicely done. I don't see any seal pictures. I just see flags. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, see in, ice cream? in other stories, <laughs> Minnesota, pollution Con- Minnesota Pollution Control Agency says it's launched an investigation after the discovery of blood and human tissue at an East Metro garbage hauling site. 
You could see little vials where you, when you give blood, according to Michael Reed, the division manager of recycling and energy, also blood soaked bandages that go beyond staining on the bandages. The Ramsey Washington Recycling Center in Newport processes about 1,200 uh, tons of waste per day. Reed says this past May, workers began seeing a troubling trend. On multiple occasions, they found surgical canisters containing bodily fluids, needles, and syringes holding liquids and human tissue. Very concerning, Reed says. They're concerned about it. We can do something about it. Infectious disease is, by definition, anything that's capable of transferring infection from animals or humans. He says the facility has been able to track down where some of the waste comes from by interviewing garbage haulers and tracking specific routes. He says that info has been turned over to the MPCA. That agency did release a statement this week, which said in part, it's an ongoing investigation. The MPCA regulates infectious waste and proper disposal for the protection of human health and the environment. I don't, I don't want to get obtuse here, but let's let's see if we can figure this out. Currently, the state seal is the same as the state flag. The okay. seal is within the flag, correct. Right. Yeah. Now, are we redesigning a flag and a new seal, or will the new flag also be the seal? There were uh, two separate things that you could send your ideas in for. One was the flag and one was the seal. And the, if you go, there's several websites, you can see the six flag ideas that they okay. Yeah, I have those. And you can those also- Those were printed today in the Star Tribune. Yep. And you can also find the five seal ones that they approved, which are completely so, different. Okay. And from, that that's, that's, that's different than the way we've been doing it for a hundred some years. It's, okay. it's different. Got it. An equipment problem wow. at Excel Energy's nuclear power plant near Red Wing has shut down that facility, likely until January, causing a three-month outage for one of the utility's biggest power sources. The issue at the Prairie Island plant in Welch has not affected electric service, but it could lead to higher fuel costs that are passed down to Excel's customers on their monthly bills. On October 19th, one of two units at the plant shut itself down after an issue between the turbine and the electric grid, according to Excel spokesman Kevin Koss. The company said repairs are underway as it replaces cablings between the unit and the substation at the plant. You know what? I'd be offended as a Native American to be removed from the flag. Yeah, I, I'm shocked at the try. It's just amazing saying, to hey, me. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's I, absolutely amazing to me. I did go to the members of that commission you were talking about. Yeah. And usually there are two Native American members, uh, right. but they, they were not there for this. There were only six members, uh, none mm -hmm. of them Native American. Mm -hmm. So six of eight. An exploding population of hard-to-eradicate super pigs in Canada <laughs> is threatening to spill south of the border and into states like Minnesota, North Dakota, and Montana. States are trying to take steps to stop the invasion. In Canada, the wild pigs roam Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. They pose a threat, according to the folks there. They're often crossbreeds that combine the survival skills of wild Eurasian boar with the size and high fertility of domestic swine to create what they're calling a super pig that's Yeah, do they have caves with big SP on their T-shirts? Do we get to shoot them on sight? I yeah, well, they have ways to get rid of them, as we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, well, they think they do anyway. Ryan Brooke, a professor at the University of Saskatchewan and one of Canada's leading authorities, calls feral swine the most invasive animal on the planet and an ecological train wreck. Uh, pigs are not native to North America. 
While they've roamed parts of the continent for centuries, Canada's problems date back only to the 1980s, when it encouraged farmers to raise wild boar. The market collapsed after peaking in 2001, and some of the farmers got very frustrated. They just cut their fences, let the animals run free. Turned out the pigs were really good at surviving Canadian winters. Smart, adaptable, and furry, they eat anything, including crops and wildlife. They tear up land rooting for bugs and crops. They spread devastating diseases to hog farms. That means 65% or more of a wild pig population could be killed every year, and it will still increase, Brooks said. Hunting just makes the problem worse. He said the success rate for hunters is only about 2 to 3%. Several states have banned hunting them because the pigs become more wary and nocturnal, so they can't track them down and eradicate them during the daytime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wild pigs already cause around $2.5 billion in damage to U.S. crops every year. Minnesota, among states trying to prevent the swine from taking hold, the state's Department of Natural Resources is expected to release a report in February identifying gaps in its management plan and recommend new prevention steps Meanwhile, the U.S. Department of Ag is using aircraft and drones to beef up surveillance along the border. <laughs> yeah, we'll rely on the government to take care of our problem for us. Have you guys ever seen any of the video, the night vision video of hunters going after the wild boars? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, there'll be about 30 or so in a field, and you'll line up about four shooters or so. You each pick out a pig, and then there's a three, two, one and everybody fires at the same time and then it's complete mayhem with these pigs running everywhere and then it's just bang 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 it's pretty cool it's fun to watch how can a pig be considered destructive of the environment that oh my be... god no, oh. no no let me finish my thought yeah i know where you're going but the the, the... It's destructive to the environment only insofar as man is affected you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's a natural, mm -hmm. uh, the pigs are part of nature. And so they eat a plant. That's what pigs do. It's, it's humankind that finds it destructive to the environment. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, um, I'm not going to jump on that, but they devastate everything in their path. They're like bulldozers. Well, so everything. Goats. They leave wreckage in their wake. They yeah. destroy everything. And all species suffer because of the pigs. But they were doing that before man came along but to find that distasteful. Not in Canada and, and yeah. the United they States. Yes, they weren't yeah. here. Oh, pigs. What about Come on. Oh, what are you going to do? And then the new method I've been seeing is a, a big <laughs> circular pen that they elevate somehow. They'll pour out a bunch of corn and get, you know, 20, 30 pigs eaten off of this pile of corn and then pull a switch. The, the pen drops. And then they're all trapped in there, and then they're all running and crashing into the pen trying to get out. It's uh, hijinks at its finest. I'll have a Thank you. I didn't know you had pig music. Big music. Uh, do you know? Does it, Kenny? Do you know? Can you eat these pigs? Or I don't they, see why not. I don't see why not. It, can you eat be, them wild turkeys? It'd be really good for uh, food shelves. Wild turkeys are delicious. Yeah, I we do. got them. Oh, yeah. Minneapolis-based Target is conducting a test in select stores that involves restricting self-checkout lanes to those who buy ten or fewer items. 
A Target spokeswoman said the pilot is to reduce wait times and better understand guest preferences. At the Edina store near the Galleria in Southdale Center on Tuesday evening, one of the two banks of self-checkout kiosks had a sign out front declaring now self-checkout is 10 items or fewer, plus smaller signs at each machine reminding shoppers it was an express lane. The self-checkout stations nearest to the grocery section, though, were still unlimited. There were also two staff checkout lanes marked with the express lane. 10 items or fewer. That's always signage. the best when you see the gal with the heaping yes. shopping cart at the <laughs> self-checkout lane. You're going to be here for two and a half hours checking that stuff out. I'm not going to do self-checkout. Oh, it's um, the best. I think we need to send Joe and Matthew out with a camera crew and just kind of yeah. watch Joe struggle through a self-checkout. That would be <laughs> What do I do now? Entertaining. That be would entertaining. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> But on the rare occasions when I've had to pay with the credit card at a store, I just give it to the clerk and let them put it through the machine. Because mm. I, I, it's a lot. A beyond my comprehension. That, that is just sad. Yeah, that's it really sad. is. I know. Well, I know it is. Why don't we uh, take a break here and let Joe recover from, you know, and uh, talk to Chris. You know, I don't think that they serve wild pig at 30 Bales Restaurant in but downtown But if Hopkins. they did. But if they did, it would be, be the really best. really good. I do know that the short rib lasagna is uh, back, uh-huh. along with the short rib pot pie. That is also back. So you know what? When you get sick of turkey and dressing and your family, head to 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. And this is the time of the year, by the way. Get a gift card. For someone that, yeah. that way they can you know you, you can oh, give it as a gift bucks right off the top you know uh, what it is? it's a boom rookie yeah. we discussed this last week the miso salmon apparently is a big hit at 30 bales i'm sure it is we if... promoted that last week and people really love that so is the swordfish tostada excellent dishes i don't know so, that i've had swordfish you're not a big fish guy not a big fish guy salmon i'll, I'll take a chance on so 30 bales.com hardly taking a chance yeah. salmon's pretty damn good yeah. uh 30 bales.com that's their website you can see the entire menu for the best scratch kitchen known to man uh place a takeout order and uh, bring the food home for your family where you can put food on your family yeah. but please stop in at 30 bales please let todd and the entire crew know that you heard about on the gl podcast and please help support a great business that's been a proud support of the Garage Logic podcast. Okay, here. Uh, you're still doing another segment, right, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Rook, only one o'clock. I know. Rook, can I get another one from you here? Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. What do you want? Either Welter or um, Masonic, I don't care, because okay. I need both of them for me I've today. never been to Niagara Falls. I'll do well. I drove across that bridge when I went to the Quick Lane Bowl. That's eerie, man. Like it's it really cool. Bridge. It is. It's a. You're right. It's a really cool bridge. Yeah. I didn't know it was called the Rainbow Bridge. That's a hippie name. Yeah. I'm ready. Rolling. In the break? Oh, yes, sorry. sir. Yes, sorry. Sir. It's okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm all hot and bothered, man. Hot and bothered. You know why? Because my heat works properly. And if your heat is working properly when it gets cold, you're a happy camper. You're not going to need Welter Heating at welterheating.com. But if you do, they're 100 years of experience, 100 plus years. They're four generations. That is a complete 
bonus. They will be available to you. And again, as uh, Mr. Schoonover mentioned earlier, they are very community-oriented, a kind family, and they've got certified technicians that will come out to your house, fix your heater, fix your cooling unit, or maybe put it to rest for the season, which I think you should have done already. But if you haven't, give them a buzz. They'll give you tips. When you go to their website, welterheating.com, there's a blog that gives you information on how you can self-fix uh, smaller items. They're not going to say replace your unit on your own. You need a certified tech from Welter to do that. If you call 612-825-6867, a human being answers the phone and will respond to what your request is. Go online to welterheating.com and remember, air condition or heat your shelter with the certified techs from Ray and Welter. Don't forget to tell them the Rook sent you. Thank you. Yep. Um... Are all the leaves brown? All of them can't be brown. The sky is gray. And the sky is gray? Yeah. I went into a church. John, don't forget North American Banking Company. And you began to pray? And yeah. John, your microphone. John, you don't you make no sense with your microphone you, you, off all the time. You walked into a church. Well, whatever, John. John, don't forget North church. American Banking Company. Thank like oh, you did for your first sight. I see you all shaking your heads at me. You're talking like a madman, but your microphone was off. I think I, I could read his I wasn't lyrics. really talking like a madman. Well, you're yeah. correcting my lyrics. John, don't forget. North I America. was to correcting your lyrics. I got to correct Kenny, too. The Rainbow Bridge was named in 1938. <laughs> no, oh, Jesus. There's nothing we can say <laughs> that he won't check. John. I looked it up before Kenny said that because Chris asked right away and I started oh. looking it up. John, don't forget. Why don't you America. look up Go F you, yourself? You know, <laughs> why it's, you know why it's called the Rainbow Bridge? Why? Don't care. Because well, because let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah, because who knows? Because the of the rainbow creating a rainbow-like exactly. No, exactly. It's because come over here and give daddy a handy. It's because a couple of uh, gay guys were holding hands over the bridge no, and they wanted doesn't. to do rainbow. No, it looks like LBGT. a But see, back then you could have the word rainbow without your sophomoric nonsense. Yes. See, I John, mean, North American Banking Company. The water. Kenny, Kenny, I'm detecting a bit of animosity toward me lately from you, sir. Is there anything wrong? Hey, whatever happened to the Krabby Coffee Shop show? Yeah, that didn't <laughs> last long, did it? What's poor Dawn doing? Working. I know. She gave me a big hug the other day and complained that we weren't doing it anymore. I wonder Sorry. what had a longer run, the Krabby Coffee Shop or Table Talk with Rookie's family. Boy, that's close. It's, that's it's close. when you it's quit, neck and neck. When you quit doing the family table, did the boss yell at you and call you names and tell you how much uh, money you're losing the company for not doing this? No, because uh, we never brought in any. Never brought in any. I got myself uh, talking to is what I got. We well, kind of just skulked away like Bill Murray and Caddyshack. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Fratelloni's. John, don't forget North American Banking Company like you did I, the first segment. I did it the first time. It's the first thing I said before I did Rainbow Bridge. Really? Well, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. No, 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 no. I didn't. I guess I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll say you know what? segment two. No, don't do that. I'm I'm sorry. I did not hear you say it, so I apologize if you're offended. Yeah, Kenny, I, I need seafoam. Is that cool? Sweet. Cue the talent. Stand by. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. 
I think what I did yesterday was the equivalent of giving it a cookie and sending it away. I gave the plow truck a little gulp of seafoam transtune yesterday. And then you want to know why? Just because. Um, well, actually, the truth is it's because I've been spending a little time on seafoamworks.com. Uh, it's an excellent source in the proper use of all the seafoam products. And I was just wandering about the truck and the beating the tranny takes and thought, you know, what the heck? Let's give it a dose or two. It's a miracle drug for your ride. Not only can you use it in your transmission, keep everything uh, working as it should. You can also dose the power steering if that's acting up, kind of hanging up or doing that thing where it goes, dunk, 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 dunk. you know what I mean? Um, tranny tune can help that. Uh, it's a real miracle drug. You can learn all about all of the Seafoam products, all about all of the, yeah, that makes sense, uh, at SeafoamWorks.com. It's an, uh, a place for excellent advice from the experts. The Transtune, the Deep Creep, the Engine Tune-Up, it's available where all fine automotive chemicals are sold. Our, our own local company with a global reach and a true miracle in the world of bad gas, Seafoam. Now, here's Johnny. Thank you, Kenny. Back to more news. Uh, news, as always, brought to you by North American Banking Company, Garage Logic. On Wednesday, today, uh, we've announced the truce for hostages deal between Israel and Hamas that would bring a four day halt in fighting in a devastating six week war win, freedom for dozens of hostage hotels in Gaza Strip. It's a, a three for one thing. Uh, three, 150 Palestinians will be released, uh, 50 of the hostages will be released. Uh, Qatar's foreign ministry said it would announce within a day when the clock will start ticking on the truce. Humanitarian aid to besieged Gaza would also increase. The announcement came hours after Israel's cabinet approved the deal. It capped weeks of indirect negotiations between Israel and Hamas. The United States and Egypt involved in stop-and-go talks to free some of the 240 hostages held by Hamas and other militants in Gaza. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office made no mentions of the release of Palestinian prisoners or increased humanitarian aid when it confirmed the cabinet had approved the deal ahead of the cabinet vote, which came after a six-hour meeting stretching into the early morning. Netanyahu said the war against Hamas would resume after the truce expires. Russian President Vladimir Putin said today Moscow is ready to end the war in Ukraine, branding it a tragedy. The Kremlin chief who sent his troops into Ukraine last February blamed Vladimir Zelensky for the continued violence. Both sides have lost thousands of soldiers on top of the many civilian deaths in Ukraine. Putin is reportedly poised to use his speech at the upcoming G20 meeting to urge world leaders to work out a strategy for ending the war. In a virtual meeting on Wednesday, the Russian president said military actions are always a tragedy. And of course, we should think about how to stop the tragedy. Kind of tough to trust old Vladdy. Yeah, you're doing it, bro. Yeah. New figures this morning say the number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits fell last week, a sign that the U.S. job market remains resilient despite higher interest rates. The Labor Department reporting that jobless claims dropped by 24,000 to 209,000. The previous week's total 233,000 had been the highest since April. The four-week moving average of claims, which smooths out week-to-week -week volatility, fell by 750 to 220,000. As the Fed raised interest rates, inflation has fallen. In June 2022, consumer prices were up 9.1% from a year earlier. Last month, year-over-year -year inflation down 3.2%, although remained above the Fed's 2% target. Do you know what the most expensive zip code in Minnesota is? I do not. 
Wyzetta, 55391. Do you know what the median list price for a house in Wyzetta is? I'm going to guess it's over $650,000. Anyone else? I'll buy that. $1.7 million. What? Oh, That's the median? And the median square footage is $39.63. Holy wow. crap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Holy Did you see the email we received from a GLer earlier in the week talking about um, a guy that discovered that taxes are less in California? Yes. And this guy now actually makes his residence in California yep. so he can save money? Yep. I That's, saw that. That is outrageous. Yeah. John, anything developing on the situation in Niagara? I have seen nothing new. I checked during the break. I, and I right. I've that. been looking, too. All I right. don't see anything new that Johnny hasn't already all reported. Right. Good news for folks who sell a small number of items online. For the second year in a row, the Internal Revenue Service offered some surprise paperwork reprieves to Millions of Americans as tax filing season nears, delaying a new requirement affecting people who sell on eBay, resell concert tickets, or use payment processors like Venmo. For the second straight year, the IRS postponed enforcement of a law that requires those e-commerce and payment platforms to send the agency information about users who receive more than $600 in revenue a year. The old threshold, more than 20 grand in revenue and 200 transactions will remain in effect. For tax year 2023, the IRS will begin transitioning toward a new system in tax year 2024. We'll use a $5,000 threshold that year instead of the originally planned $600 threshold. The partnership of Daryl Hall and John Oates has always been an up and down thing, and apparently that continues. Uh, Hall has now taken out a restraining order against John Oates. What? Little information about the lawsuit is publicly available as the court documents are sealed, but based on court records, Hall filed an undisclosed complaint against Oates on November 16th, as well as a motion for a temporary restraining order as reported by Philadelphia Magazine. The following day, the court officially issued a temporary restraining order to begin November 30th. The Nashville Chancery Court confirmed the existence of the lawsuit to Variety magazine, but wouldn't comment further. But Radar Online reported that Hall and the Daryl Hall Revocable Trust filed the lawsuit against Oates and the John W. Oates TISA Trust. The suit was filed as a contract debt lawsuit. Oates reportedly responded to the lawsuit by filing a verified complaint for preliminary relief through arbitration. Mm. Oates... Also requested a temporary restraining order. All of this goes before the judge November 30th. Uh, they've always fought, of course, and last year Hall was quoted as saying, you think John Oates is my partner? Well, he's my business partner, but he's not my creative partner. John and I are brothers, but we're not creative brothers. We are business partners. We made records together, but we've always been separate, and that's a really important thing for me and for John. You think he called him John, Johnny, Oats, Oatsy? What was his nickname? Oatsy. Oatsy? Yeah. Okay. Oatsy. Was Oatsy trying to break into Daryl's house, I wonder? I mean, that's usually what a restraining order is. I think the restraining order, both have filed them. I think it just has to do with the business end that they can't. Uh, I see. Thank mess you. With, mess with the Hall and Oats. Weren't they on a tour together not that long yes, ago? Yes, they were. Yeah. They're business partners. I see. They can go on a tour think together. Think of the money they could make together if they just... You know, put the past behind them. Well, they made a lot in the 70s. Evidently, they've they've felt that they've made enough money at this point, and now they can spend the rest of their life bickering. No, they squandered much of it. At least least Oates did. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, by his own admission, I, I heard him say that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't Daryl's house. I don't That's disbelieve. I don't disbelieve you, Joe. I just don't care. No, I understand. It, uh, it is back. Brought it up. It is back, Joe. I watched the first three episodes already. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah, back. It's on. It's on YouTube. Of all I places. see. Well, I don't have YouTube. Now this is where Daryl sure Hall brings um, musicians into his house and then destroys that musician's songs <laughs> with his subpar playing. Oh, and boy. horrible singing. That's, I don't that's even a see great any band. ripples on the water. I don't even see any ripples on the water. Yeah, I don't either, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I have a quiz for all of you. Dang it. Why? How long? Is about 12 this inches. going on? <laughs> How long may you keep refrigerated Thanksgiving leftovers? Huh. Call me now. That refrigerator, refrigerated. <laughs> boy, this sounds like I'm doing a. It really does. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's hey, in Joe's now. wallet? What's in your turkey? I'm going to check my email see if anybody's emailing us. Line them up. How long might you keep refrigerated Thanksgiving leftovers safe to eat? Yeah, I wonder if I get time to them. I'm going to say five days. Uh, one week. One week. Wait, wait. Go ahead, caller. Oh, hey, uh, you guys are back on the air. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Those John, are the, my favorite. Kenny's got five I'm, days. Rookie's got a week. What I'm going to go. Say? I'm, saying, I'm saying three days for the turkey. Three days. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm on the air. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 10. <laughs> You're all wrong. Although John and Kenny came close. It's four days. Four, four days. days. Yeah. Wow. Am I on the air? Yep, right, right here. <laughs> How did you come across this information? I mean, you know, man. Which uh, relative handed that one to you? No, I was. How about? <laughs> how about? No. I was looking through uh, my various websites today, and that just that just caught my attention. All oh, recipes. Good, good stuff, Joe. How about these guys <laughs> that would call us and say, "Do you know you're off the air?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're off the air. I love that. <laughs> There's lights and sirens and alarms and engineers running around. No, we can didn't I, know that. Can I disclose something in complete confidence with you, my brothers here in GL? You may do it. So this had to have been one of my first months on GL. When did you start? What year? About 15 years ago. And um, sirens are going off above Johnny's old desk in the newsroom. Everything, the lights go. And yeah. Weber... P pokes his head and, hey I'll, we'll get it you guys just we're good and i said looked at rookie and i said what do we do and rookie goes staring right at joe and says don't tell him anything just we're, i'm just gonna pretend it. <laughs> yeah um, just, just let him keep going much easier rookie doesn't even flinch and just says don't say anything just just sit right yeah, there we're, we're act normal Normal. <laughs> I couldn't hear you when you were doing. It. Oh, oh, a lot. We missed a those days. That's why he is what he is right now. We uh, we <laughs> need learned. to we need to finish John's news on a serious note. Oh, uh, Howard's a how, yes, Howard's a very uh, loyal listener, and he writes, "I took the opportunity to watch the fall of Minneapolis. Not only is it an impressive piece of work, it's a revelation. Liz Collins, J.C. Chakes, and Josh Phelan deserve praise for their work and." commendation for bravery in battle with a brazen enemy. I find it courageous. I shared it with my brothers and brothers-in-law with all of whom I see eye to eye. 
my very learned brother-in-law observed that it's excellent, but the question is how to get the ones to watch it who really need to see it. His question inspired me so much that I shared it with my union DFL son. Here's what I wrote. I know we don't see eye to eye on politics, but I think we share common ground as far as some of the societal BS that is happening. This is a documentary that was done by a local news outlet about the George Floyd murder uh, incident, he calls it. There are facts that were not permitted to be shown or talked about, and this documentary exposes them. If nothing else, you'll learn the whole story because up until now, you haven't been allowed to see it. And then he linked his son to the, uh, to the documentary. Which brings me to the point of this missive. I am challenging GLers to share this documentary with someone with whom they are not on the same page politically, but might have a chance of understanding. This isn't just a story about an unfortunate incident in Minneapolis. This is an object lesson that is universal. If it can happen here, it can happen anywhere. We have an obligation to seek out, share, and defend the truth and justice. Our best, Howard. I watched, uh, I'm 20 minutes in, and then I had to go to a, an event last night, and I did not resume it yet. I'm 20 minutes in, and I'm just at the part where Chauvin shows up. Yep. The first 20 minutes I find disturbing, and I kept saying to myself, boy, if I was Lane or Tower or any of those guys, just let this guy go. He's so messed up. He's really, he, he's, he's, uh, he's not obeying. He won't do anything. He, I'm not done, Chris. No, I'm, I'm he just... keeps bellowing and he's just, he's just a, a just a, a, a horrible mess trying to deal with him. And then I began to think, well, they, they obviously couldn't let him go. Right. He might have mowed down three kids Correct. on their tricycles crossing the street. Not Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. He he was he was uh, uh, unfit to be in, in civil society in these moments. He was messed up either on alcohol or drugs, both. And he would not. He would not. Uh, he was. What's the word I want? He was uh, compliant. He was. He was not well, even close to compliance. He, he, he wasn't comprehending anything. He right. nothing was. They couldn't get through to him. So now I'm going to watch the rest, and uh, uh, if I uh, uh, share Howard's, uh, this is Howard Clary's, if I share his sentiments, yeah, I'll bring it up to people who I think would be predisposed to uh, to not uh, watch it. I don't know if any of you, I have watched the whole thing. It's tough to watch, especially when you know what happened af in the aftermath. But the only thing that, the only conclusion that I drew in regards to Chauvin is this. When he shows up, he's one of the last cops to get there on the scene, right? I thought he was the last. Well, right. Point B, because he arrived with his partner. Right. Point being, your job as a police officer is to de-escalate any situation. And in my opinion, I think Chauvin does the exact opposite. Not saying, I'm not saying that he is or is not How responsible. So? What do you mean? Because he instantly tries to get, he, he instantly appears as though... He's got to be the tough guy on the scene. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. It's it's and it's so you obviously we we know what happens after the fact watching the video in real time, so we know what the end result is. But it just you kept saying you don't have to be that aggressive, man, and that's that's the conclusion I drew. I remember yelling that at the video I watched of the knee. I kept but yelling, "Get off his get the, off his neck." The other thing though that I will say about Lane, what was it? His it was his first week on the job, right? Yeah. Why is he in prison? 
He said multiple times, hey, we should roll him over. Well, by Monday, I'll have my conclusions drawn. But let me just say that if you if you haven't seen the film, just the first 20 minutes alone gives you background you're not aware of. Mm. Yes. Okay. Chris, he was going to be in prison before the trial even started. Yep. The, the verdict was decided yep. before the first gavel was and hit. Kenny, that's the exact thing I said to Joe before the show today. I said, none of these guys had a chance, meaning no. the cops. Not, not no. one of them had a chance at a fair trial. No. But the first and, 20 minutes gives you an idea. Uh, I'm not suggesting anything's justified. I'm merely suggesting to you that the fellow they were dealing with, George, in the in the first 20 minutes, uh, you you can sense their frustration at uh, how do we handle this big guy? He's not listening to us. He's he's bellowing. He's weeping. He's not making sense. He yeah. and they uh, and now I understand you could not take the chance of letting him drive a car. No. Yeah. Even the friends that were in the car with him yeah. were telling him to comply. Right. Just get in the squad. You right. heard the one guy. Just get in the squad or get in the back, I think he said. Just yeah. get in the back. Yeah. Uh, it's tough, man. Yep. It, it really is. Watch. I will have completed it by Monday, and we can talk about but it. But I agree with the email. It's a hard watch, but I think it's necessary for mm -hmm. people to watch it. So, But he raises a good point. Um, I, I love Howard. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that, Howard. I, 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 and that's wrong of me because I'm one of the loudest voices on here saying we need to make a difference. Uh, I think Howard's right, but uh, I'm not ready to do that, to get in a fight with family or friends that disagree with me. Well, the test for me would be the CP. I just can't imagine she's going to devote an hour and 20 minutes to this. I was thinking it might be one of the kids you used to have that might uh, they're, be. They're, uh, they, they're not as far gone as the CP. <laughs> Maybe do it over dinner tomorrow. That's nice. Yeah. 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 Over dinner. Yeah. yeah. Here's what we're going to yeah. watch before we, we sit eat. down and watch this film. My <laughs> uh, garage door needs work. Maybe I got time now. We got tomorrow off and Friday there off you and go. Saturday. I got to call these people. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. And Western Wisconsin, there's gaps. I noted those yesterday. I told you about those. I want those fixed. I don't know if they can be. And I'm, I'm, you know what else I'm thinking I want? I bet they'll do it. Can you, you can put a weather strip under the garage door so that when it closes, there's even additional ceiling. Yeah. And, and they'll handle that. They handle everything. The openers, the lights, the remote control stuff, the springs and the rollers. I don't need a new door, but they do doors. They do it all. Uh, they're also hiring. If you're looking for a good gig, man, they're looking for garage door technicians. They're looking for garage door installers and warehouse people, and they pay well, and they have great benefits, and they treat their employees fantastically. And I get nothing but compliments about Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They tell you what they're doing via text message the whole time they're working on the project. Uh, you can get a hold of them at precisiondoormn.com or call them, 612-263-6985. Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer offering sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems, and that includes water softeners, 
iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. A new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It will cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. And that's because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. I'm not kidding. But once you get that new system from Kinetico and Hofferman, your showers are better. So is your laundry and, of course, your drinking water. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I had a new Kinetico system installed years ago, and it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Get on that schedule today, 952-894-4040, or you can visit their website at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about it here on the Garage Logic Podcast. You need a dryer sheet? Yep. In my sleeve? Okay. The mice. Does it really? Yeah. If you put it in a drawer or something like that, they don't like those. I did not know that. <clears throat> okay. We go into this day in history. Do you need anything from me? Yeah, as we bump back, I need Masonic, but I just did Hoffman because you. Okay. Uh, good. Because two people in the car dead and minor injuries to a border guard. I didn't want to say this when when you were talking about update, but Fox News is going with it was a terrorist attack, but I was not going to say that on our show. You'd kind of have to assume that. That's what I would assume. I know it's going to be the one. What, to say what is it. a terrorist attack to? Hit the border? What I mean? Who knows? A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. Well, I, I'm wondering what that bridge services because I remember it took me forever to get across that damn thing. Because of all the LBGT protests? No, just the amount of people traveling. John, you got to help me with uh, this day in history. Okay. That's going to hurt the grade. That's going to be Remember when we used to do the grade? A rookie. I'll just give that to you now, too. I'm ready. John, to forget your timesheet and your news stories. Yes, Kenny. Oh, God. Thank you. Are you going to play a Thanksgiving scramble? No, because I'm using it for Friday's show. Okay. Oh, I just discovered there's a podcast called Who Killed JFK? And then I googled it and it's rob reiner oh, really i couldn't listen to him <laughs> i don't think i can do that no i'm ready okay joe are you ready yeah are you sure <laughs> yeah you got any big plans oh. <laughs> happy turkey day hey, <laughs> what we got over there what you serving hey why don't you play the song Oh, play the song. Do, 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 do. Trying to hear the song. All right. I am. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Minnesota Masonic Charities, one of the leading grant makers in the state, donating millions each year, impacting education, cancer research, elder care, children's health, and community service. And has been a huge, such a big part of Minnesota history. Now, here's some tid, little tidbit of information for you. Of Minnesota's 87 counties that I don't want Joe to uh, spell out right now, 23 are named after Masons. Hubert Humphrey, Harold Stassen, William and Charles Mayer, they were all Masons. None of them have a county name for them. 
Uh, they don't, but this is just another. This is like a this day in history kind of a, a twist of the fifty-six diners of the uh, signers of the second diners. Boy, am I in food based? Yeah, you are. Of the fifty-six signers of the Declaration of Independence, six were Masons. And why did John Hancock write so large? I don't know. He wanted the king to see his signature without using his spectacles. I see. Yes. Uh, a lot of terms we use every day, like third degree, four square, black ball, all come from Masonic traditions. And if you want to learn more, Such, I know you do, visit the Minnesota Masonic History Center in Bloomington. It's a beautiful campus there. Or if you need to know anything else, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. I think you're wrong. Candy Ohio Mason. Oh, name for yep. Is it candy? candy. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. A note of uh, appreciation for Galen, but you don't hear um, males named Galen much anymore. No, that's no. kind of. Right I had place. a buddy as a kid. His name was Galen. I can't remember his last name. Joe, I'm a newer listener to the show and was very intrigued by the discussion on cylinder indexes. On last Friday's show, I don't mean to brag, but I have Kenny blown clear out of the water. I'm a 29-year-old farmer agronomist, and my cylinder index is 121. I can't help but be smitten with the styling of the late 60s and early 80s, and I have collected quite a few pickups and recently a 68 Ford Torino Fastback GT. Oh, cool. My friends give me a lot of grief for acquiring new projects before finishing the old ones, but I just can't pass up a good deal. My father taught me that with hard work and excitement to learn and a good shop manual, a guy can accomplish just about anything. I hope to have them all done someday, but in the meantime, I enjoy working on them. My first year farming on my own has been more enjoyable with you guys keeping me company in the tractor. Pushing back from South Central, South Dakota, Galen. Isn't that something? I hope Galen's counting everything. I would assume all farmers have in the hundreds. Yeah. I would count have. every little cylinder, yeah. Galen. They all count. Every every one of them. The, uh, the gendered movement is reached back in time. North Herefordshire Museum in the UK announced that it will heed historical research and reclassify its displays depicting the Roman Empire Elagabalus, mm. identifying the ruler using the pronoun she. The museum, located in London, just about an hour drive north of the English capital, said part of the process to reclassify and identify the historical figure involved classical texts including one where the emperor is recorded in written word as saying, call me not Lord, for I am a lady. Huh. The BBC reported that a spokesperson for the museum said the institution made the decision to be polite and respectful and to be sensitive to identifying pronouns for people in the past. Hmm. Keith Hoskins, an executive at North Hertz Council, Set a silver denarius coin depicting Egala Elagabalus and displayed by the museum as one of the few LGBTQ plus items in the museum's collection. We know that Elagabalus 
identified as a woman was it and it was explicit about which pronouns he used. We we do, huh? We know that? I, I don't know how I you know, know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was a controversial figure at the time. Was known to have married the charioteer and former slave Heracles, hmm. who according to the historical accounts identified as a male. Uh According to historians, Egalabalus frequently wore wigs, makeup, and pre be preferred to be called a domina or lady rather than dominus or lord. Well, that sounds like he was fun at parties. University of Birmingham. There is a historic evidence to support stories telling of how Elagabalus offered vast sums of money to any physician who could give them a vagina. Hey, hey, where do you get those? The store. Half off. In one account. Tis the season. Yeah, but it's used. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In one account told by Cassius Dio, contemporary of Elagabalus, the ruler is said to have inquired about the most painful method for removing male genitalia and is said to have offered a male praetorian perfect money to perform the uh, prefect money. Uh, whatever I that means, to perform the procedure. She just went at it. Well, this is going to hurt a little bit, so yeah. why don't you chew on this belt? <laughs> Bite down hard. <laughs> Used. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, cracked myself up. Uh, they got to reclassify the uh, the figures. Previously owned. Yeah. Used. Am I on the air? Gently used. <laughs> All right. John, did you want to repeat the news you shared during the break about the. Uh... Um, sure. Wait, the wait a second. Yeah. We're not uh -huh. in a break. You this know what? Cars, <laughs> cars don't explode. 136. Yeah, cars don't explode. So you would assume. I guess we shouldn't, but. Oh, I'm no, authorities have now confirmed. Authorities yeah, two, confirmed. two people are dead. Uh, they were in the car, and oh. a, a person who was working at the uh, border uh, crossing uh, has some minor injuries, uh, a sore back, and some cuts and abrasions. But there were also multiple explosive devices found detonated inside so the car in, the, in the debris of the, the license plate and find out who they are. The uh, If you see the aftermath, it looks like it was a large explosion. Yeah. Uh, if you immediate pictures right so after the only thing I can't tell, and maybe you can, Jen, I don't know because people are reporting it both was coming from Canada to the U S and from U S to Canada. That's the only part I, that's unclear. I read from Canada. Not sure. Got it. I read from Canada. Got it. Um, so all of the crossings are closed. Yes. <laughs> what about our Southern border? That's that's continues to be open. All right. Yeah. Only because they come to us all the way from, Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, where the traveling Lymans will spend Thanksgiving. It was on this day in 1838. November 22nd. Samuel W. Pond marries, married Cordelia Eggleston within the present-day boundaries of Minneapolis. Why is, why is that? I, I, I don't know who they are. I'm sorry. Where in the hell are they? Why'd you bring it up? It's on the list. Got it. <laughs> He'll read anything. He'll read anything. It was on the prompter, yeah. Right. Well, when they come all the way from Ecuador, you do. Right. On this day, uh, 1122. Ooh. 60 years ago today, JFK was shot. 
from mm -hmm. Dallas, Texas, the flash apparently official President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago. Vice President Lyndon Johnson <clears throat> has left the hospital in uh, Dallas, but we do not know uh, to where he has proceeded. Uh, presumably, he will be taking the oath of office shortly and become uh, the 36th President of the United States. And I'll never believe that a guy with a $29 mail order rifle did that by himself. There's a, uh, we learned during the break, there's a podcast out called Who Killed JFK? It's by Meathead, um, one of John's uh, liberal heroes, Meathead. Rob, and, Rob Reiner. And uh, John, you're going to be disappointed to learn that your hero, Meathead, says it so, is a conspiracy. I think Rob's a fine film director. I, I'm not politically aligned, shall we say, with Rob in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and he is wrong. It was not a conspiracy. I was in history class, and I think the interesting thing about that is that we were actually studying real history. Yeah, it was uh, before social studies. Right. Yeah, um, first grade. John, he was brilliant in uh, Spinal Tap. Just absolutely, oh, he, was, he was wonderful. Plus, yeah. he directed it. I mean, he directed yeah. the film. Yeah. He directed when Harry met Sally. He's directed a lot of good movies. On this yeah. day, it's not bad. 11, 22. In 1870, Gaslight arrived in Minneapolis. Boy, huh. this is some of the weakest this day in history I've ever seen. <laughs> the next one's even worse. On this day, November 22nd, in 1879, Farmington had a major fire. You don't say. Was the guy wearing a blue shirt? For once, it wasn't terrible. These are so short, Joe, I don't even have to help you. Are you doing the next three? Oh, okay. Well, there's three more. Oh. There's more. On this day <laughs> in nineteen fifty. <laughs> I hope they get better. On this day in nineteen fifty. On November twenty second. To thwart the talents of the Minneapolis Lakers George Mikan, the Fort Wayne Pistons basketball team plays a slowdown game that results in a nineteen to eighteen victory for the Pistons. Their tactic also resulted in the twenty four second shot clock implemented a few Seasons later. Now, the Pistons, of course, uh, became the Detroit Pistons. 19 to 18? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. On this day, November 22nd, in 1995, a merger of giant railroad companies created the Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railway. The Burlington Northern had long been a major railroad in Minnesota itself the result of mergers between the Great Northern Railway, the Northern Pacific yep. Railway, and the Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy Railroad. I'll be damned. What year was that? 1995, I said. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention because, uh, well, you know why. Um, but that's what <laughs> killed a lot of small towns uh, around the Midwest. After that merger happened, they started pulling up uh, rails everywhere, including the one I live in. On this day... November 22nd. In 1996, the movie Jingle All the Way opened. It was produced by and starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. The film, take, the film takes place here in Minneapolis, but scenes were shot all around the Twin Cities metro area. Including locations in downtown, in St. Paul, on Harriet Island, 
and on the Hennepin Avenue Bridge. Okay, thank you. So I gave Arnold the finger during that. Attaboy. <laughs> um, I was in downtown St. Paul. They were holding up traffic, and I was first in line. And I could see, uh, I watched him walking towards um, a big uh, SUV. Wait, yeah. you're, you're reading my mind. Did he have a Hummer in that movie? Uh, he, this was not during shooting. This was after or before shooting. I saw them downtown doing this. Yeah, and he was holding up traffic, and everybody was PO'd. And uh, I saw him. I yelled at him. I gave him the finger, uh, and it was a very proud day in, in my life. I did the same for Bill Clinton in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> Say, right now through Sunday, you can get 15% off all Garage Logic merchandise. You don't! me it's available at garagelogic.com like this thing mm-hmm. you know and other things hats and all kinds of neat stuff so if you've got a gler get your yeah, shopping done early well it's christmas stuff mm-hmm. you know, right now through sunday night uh 15 off on garage logic merchandise you know what else i just realized mm-hmm. 10 years from right now mm-hmm. the date will be one one two two three three wow on this day one, one, two, two, three, three. Yeah. None of us will be here. Not a, not a no, chance in hell. <laughs> we'll still be here promoting. Oh, you're right. It'll be promoting. Yeah, that's right. I'll be long gone. We'll, we'll be saying happy Thanksgiving, we'll GLers. See, we'll see you Monday. 10 years ago on the show when Kenny said he wouldn't be here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here he is. <laughs> He's your old gig go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, someone's pointing this out. We just had an attempted terrorist attack on U.S. soil. This comes just a few days after FBI Director Ray confirmed that the border crisis poses major homeland security threat. We have no idea who's in our country. Well, we don't know that the Canadian situation was a terrorist attack. It's sure, uh, sure shaping up to sound like one. I, John, right? Didn't authorities say it was? No. It's no. a 48 hour one. Got it, got it, got it. The only, only thing I've seen that said terrorist attack was on Fox. These initial facts will change 10 times yep. between now and 6 yep. p.m. You're right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me because cars don't routinely just blow up. Blow EVs up. do. Yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah, maybe it was an EV. <laughs> and plus, uh, why would it? Well, I was going to say, why would it blow up with passengers in it? Well, I suppose if it's going to blow up, it doesn't make any difference if it's, there's passengers or not passengers. But it sounds to me like it could have been a bunch of terrorists and they blew themselves up prematurely because it sounds like maybe if it was terrorism, they wanted to take out the bridge. Right. Uh, they want to meet mm-hmm. all of them, too. That's yeah. part yep. of the deal. Well, that's great. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Buy me some more ammunition. Um, oh, that's right. I'll save that one. Wow, there are one, two, three, four podcasts out from uh, Rob Reiner. Really? I wonder if any of them are monetized. Oh, you know, he was probably making money before he even said one word. Don't you people think anything else? Um, 
I'm ready, Joe. I don't get it. It was the joke rookie told yesterday. Uh, the the finalists for the Minnesota State flag. Yep, are disappointing and ridiculous. Period. Much like our government. <laughs> Let's analyze. Period. Let us analyze. Yes. Uh, do you want to mention the uh, gas friends? Oh, we should have done that first. That's I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. Bill Walsh. I imagine it's W A L S H. Like the football coach. Bill Walsh of the of the center of the American experiment. Hang on. Yep. Announces the Golden Turkey of the Year Award. Oh, come on here. I forgot to capitalize American. Okay. Uh, we must provide correct pronouns for ancient Romans. Okay. John Height. Johnny. Okay. And I got your email. Thank you, Johnny. Yes, sir. And I'll send you my timesheet after. Hey, uh, Such, uh, is everything okay with Paul Maccabee? Uh, Paul Maccabee has been dead for quite some time. <laughs> so, that's no. What, that's so I think what, he's not doing well. <laughs> that's what I thought. And there was a piece that ran on Wednesday, November 1st from James Walsh that made no mention of him passing away where they were interviewing him about that book about uh, the gangsters. Remember That's that book no, he wrote? You're, you're thinking of someone named Paula Maccabee. No, Paul. Well, then, Paul Maccabee wrote that book. Yeah, but not, Remember John Dillinger slept here? I do, but that's not the Paul Maccabee you're thinking about. There must be two. Oh. Oh. Well, that clears everything up. Mm -hmm. John, really? I'm reading that this new state flag is also will be the new seal. Really? State flag and seal commission narrow the field, and you're shown the pictures of the flags that I talked about. Hey, Johnny, can you find me a the story, the bridge story? I, sure. I should probably put that on here. I don't care what one, just whatever one you used. Yep. Oh, come on. Because that should probably be my top one on here. Normally, I don't give a rat's, but. I thought you read that book. It gives all the locations of where the well, gangsters. You know, 50 years ago, I did. Where the gangsters lived and stayed. And I knew where they the all lived. They live right near me. Right. But why, why are you being such a creep about this? 
I'm I'm because I'm trying to verify that I'm correct. The seal will be the same as the flag. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's not what I read before the show, but uh, I don't know. That's no, why I'm I asked. At, oh, I'm looking at something different. Yeah, well, that's why I asked during the show because I, I was very. Here's unsure. a flag. Here's a seal uh, with a, at least a. Loon in it. Loon. That's the one I saw. That was the uh, apparently the lead contender of the seals. Yeah. I'm very confused about the. Well, I need to know this because I I want to write about it. Oh. What's the well, doing your crap? I see. Oh, I know what you're thinking of, Kenny. You're thinking hmm. of Paul McEnroe. Well, Paul McEnroe is dead. Right. That That's who you're thinking of. Okay, now it all makes sense. Yeah, Paul actually worked downstairs. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, boy, it was sad watching him decline, too. He was he a uh, crackerjack newspaper man. Oh, God, he was such a great guy, and it was so neat talking to him. Yep. And then just watching the life just be drained out of him. Yeah, and I think Paul McAvee was married. Well, yeah, they were married, Paul and Paula, and in the eighties. Uh, Paula Goodman. She okay. Was the daughter of our gynecologist. You have one. <clears throat> our Jennifer's birther person, doctor. Our. Ours. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I need. You one go too. in a couple times a year. Yeah, now. I get it checked out. <laughs> <laughs> What did you find in there, Doc? <laughs> I'm like a Egabalibus, a Roman fella. <laughs> well, I got to go into the room and print out some. The commission will affect uh, will eventually select a design or a modified version of the design to be used for each emblem it is tasked with developing and adopting a new design for the official state seal and flag, which sounds like they want those to be distinct. Yes. And and the, I wish I could find the story I had. I had one that had the six choices they picked for well, one. That was the CBS the, story I just told you. It was. From. Okay. And they had the five other ones for the yeah. seal. Yeah. yeah. Evidently, there was a push to change the United States flag uh, in 2021. I was reading about that. I don't remember that. Do you guys? No, no not at all. I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> okay, good. Let's see what the market's doing. That's the only important thing. Was the big thing, the reason I played the Cronkite piece, obviously I wasn't around well, back then, was the big thing when he made the announcement was him taking off the glasses? Was yes. That yeah. And then starting to basically cry. God, okay. Sorry, I'm just asking about history. Because he never, he, like, he that was his thing, right? He never removed them. Was that the bit? Well, plus he was well, Kennedy's he, buddy. And, yeah. And the fact that he started almost crying, I mean, that's the that's sure. part. Everybody, yeah. Because that's back when newsmen were newsmen. 
And that might have been real today with this David Muir and the rest of them. They'd run over there with some smelling salts and get them crying. Well, we wouldn't even need that. They'd yeah. talk about Greta and they'd start tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oops. Uh-oh. Hmm. Fox News is now reporting that authorities are searching for a second car. Oh, good. Well, they said, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, did you know that already, John? Yeah, I, I, the first story I read said the... Uh, oh, shit, I'm sorry. thought they had a report of another uh, bomb threat and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Jesus H. I'm praying. All right, fellas. Uh, remember, I won't be here Monday. You're going to have to remind me. On Are Monday. you going to Dakota? See you, Ken. I am not, actually. Uh, Lori's got her neurologist thing. So to find out why her feet don't work. <laughs> so, oh, dog's barking. She got well, two left feet. Feet are important. 